Do you remember when the idea of air travel was so luxurious, when the thought of getting on a plane was enjoyable, you were looking forward to it? Yeah, those days are gone, like really gone. Our Scott Chance is with us this morning to talk about this. Scott, do you remember that? Do you remember when you used to get excited to get on a flight? Absolutely. It used to be this thing that people get dr- got dressed up for. You know, it's yes. like, oh, you're going on an airplane. And now That's it's fancy. funny. Yeah, it's like a thing. It's like a privilege to do it. And there was this reverence for the fact that, you know, we built this industry and it takes engineers and scientists and all, all this wonderful stuff. And now you see people getting on airplanes in their sweat. Pants, I feel you know? like cattle. I yes. feel I feel like I'm being herded when I'm on an airplane now. There's nothing fun about it. It's just I feel like it's stressful because then it's like, are we going to make it? Am I going to make my connection? If I have a connection, am I going to be on time? And what about all this other stuff that's based on me being on time? Like all of it is stressful. You kind of have to count yourself lucky to be able to be uncomfortable for the duration of your flight because you, your flight actually took off and is going. So you're going to get where you intended to go. And it's like, okay, well, at least I don't have to worry about my flight being canceled. I'll deal with the fact that I'm going to be squished into a ball for the next five hours. Right. And you know, all of this, I shouldn't say all of it, but a lot of this, I feel like started after 9-11 when the rules started to change and it felt like the airline industry was going to collapse. And so as a way of, of keeping it afloat, they started user fees. Yeah. But then they found out People will pay the user fees and they will still fly. And so now it's just like user fee after user fee. And then it felt like they had maxed out on that, but they're going even further. Oh my gosh, Simi, they are adding user fees everywhere. At first it was bags, right? You had to pay to check a bag. So everybody started carrying on. Now they're charging for carry-ons, for upgraded seating. Everything. Even the, it used to be that they, you, you didn't have to pay for a seat if you waited until the 24 hours before right. that. You only had to pay for a seat if you did, if you picked it before, you know, 24 hours before. So that's what I always did. So I was like, oh, I'll just get a seat. I'll get us all together. But now you still have to pay for a seat and it's terrible and you're paying even more. It's like, it's just this gradual descent into like, how, how bad can it get? We'll take out all the seats and we'll just like, let you sit in there like cargo. Well, that's what the, remember the CEO of Ryanair got into trouble because that's essentially what he wanted. That's Standing what he, room. yeah, he foresaw that as this is what he wants. That is the kind of Ryanair model, right? Where yeah. essentially what the price gets you is on board. Yes. And then everything after that is a charge. Well, Simi, it's the Ryanair model, but it's really starting to show up here too. This is what drives me crazy. So everything you're going to be charged for, and the one that, I don't know, do you draw the line at now being charged for a carry-on? Are you still going to do it? I think, I I mean, you got to have some baggage, you know, like you got to bring stuff. What are you going to not bring your carry-on? If they're going to charge you, whether it's a carry-on or put it in the hold, which one are you going to go oh, for? Oh, I'm going carry on because Still. I don't I don't trust them to not lose it. That's a good point. That's a good good point. I do wonder about that. Like are people willing to pay for a carry on which more airlines by the way are moving towards and you can let us know simi at cknw.com. Now you're talking about this today Scott because there's there's other changes coming like how could they possibly oh, squeeze more from us? Well, this is it like we're talking about. It's this very gradual descent into how bad can it get. Uh, John Graddick is an aviation expert from McGill University and uh, yeah, I spoke with him about yes, how how far down this rabbit hole we can go and he gives me one example. It's just a rumor at this point, but you know, you imagine paying to have to go to the bathroom on an airplane. You stop right now. You stop right now. I Scott. Now 
there's more coming is what you're telling us. Yeah, it definitely feels like that. Just when you feel like, oh, we've reached the bottom. We've we've reached as far as we can go with airlines trying to just get everything they possibly can from us. There's always more room. Uh, I spoke with John Graddock. He's a uh, aviation expert at McGill University. He's got over 40 years experience in the aviation industry managing things like this. And so he, I think he has a pretty good idea of, of what's happening here and what's to come. But to start off, I just basically asked him straight up his opinion. Do you think that the airline industry is getting worse? I think there are certain pockets of aviation that, you know, are, are, are of concern. I think that uh, the industry, uh, for the most part, learned its lesson from uh, the summer of 2022 and uh, winter of 2022-23. I think that over the holidays, the Christmas holidays, uh, Vancouver went through a few instances of issues that they had to deal with. And I think that, uh, you know, they've learned their lesson to basically staff up. I think the big issue we had last year was shortage of staff uh, and, and some very key roles, whether it was CATSA or TVSA or whether it's the airline or whether it's the airport, uh, baggage handling, all of those functions were really short staffed. And the airlines industry, the, the, the airports, all did a great job of bringing staff up. Now, the issue is have they, they've got the bodies, they threw the bodies at it, have they got the experience to need, needed to basically make this thing uh, hum? And that's what we're saying, probably not. There's still some work to be done in getting people the experience they need to make sure that the, the, the operation is moving smoothly. So it's a learning curve. We're moving up there, but still on certain pockets of the country, on uncertain airlines, uh, you're going to have some stress this summer if you're flying Okay, good to know. And one of the things that I think is stressing uh, some people out, and I'll, like, I'll count myself in amongst this, is this term that we hear sort of associated with everything now, variable pricing. It just seems like they're throwing this at everything now. We're not just going to charge you for your ticket. We're going to charge you for uh, your bag, your carry-on, how much leg room you get, where you sit on the plane, all of these different things. And they're applying all of these different pricing models too. Is everyone as confused as I am? Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's gotten to the point right now where, uh, you know, it's getting a little crazy. I even heard of carriers starting to charge you to use the washroom You're on kidding. an airplane. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, think, I think that's a rumor, but, uh, you know, when it, where, there's a, where there's smoke, there's flames. So you never know. Variable pricing, some people call it. Some people call it dynamic pricing. Some people call it, you know, um, additional <laughs> costs. Uh, but what they do, they, they, the carriers typically compete on airfares. Uh, so if you look at, you know, the, the advertising and the promotions, the social media, you know, people, you know, the carriers basically say, well, I've got the lowest price there is in Canada. Here you go, we can go from Vancouver to Toronto for 99 bucks one way. Um, but then you look at the fine print and you look at what's being offered for $99 and you're saying to yourself, well, I might need a bag uh, that I have to check in or I might need a larger carry-on bag or I might want my seat to be selected before I get on the airplane or I want a window seat rather than an aisle seat. So all of these things that you want to get that you know are over and above the actual ticket for that flight is going to cost you. And guess what? Those are very expensive. You want to check a bag, eighty-five bucks. And your and your but your your air airfare is only ninety-nine dollars. They make they don't make they use the airfares as a loss leader. Uh, and guess what? By the time you finish your trip at ninety-nine bucks on airfare only, by the time you add all of those goodies up. 
you're over 300, 400 bucks. I remember the first time that I had to pay to check a bag, it was $29. And to hear that now it's 89, now I feel like everyone wants to carry on. I flew last month and I was in the, sorry, at the gate waiting. And, you know, they were making this announcement, which I'm sure you've and many people have heard before that it's, oh, if anyone is willing to check a bag, we're not going to have enough room in the overhead bins. So we're looking for volunteers to check bags because everybody's trying to carry on. That's the issue that we're having is that, you know, they've made the rules so tight in terms of the, the size of the bag that you can carry on for free. I'm sure people have caught on to this, so I'm not like spoiling anything, but it's saying I would carry, I would carry my bag on. I'm, I say I'm going to carry it on. And then when I get to the gate, they say, oh, we'll check this bag for you and we'll check it for free. So I've kind of saved the $85. Are people doing that? Is that like. They're trying. They're trying. They're yeah. trying. I think that, you know, you know, the, the airlines know what you're doing. Of so, course. Uh, that, that, that probably will be something. Well, you know, you have no choice. Basically when you get to the gate, you basically have to check your bag and guess what? They charge it to your credit card. Yeah, exactly. Like the way you said it, it's that the airlines are constantly trying to outsmart the consumer here. Yeah, I think they are. I think, you know, the, the consumer is getting wise. I think, you know, this, this strategy has been tried many times in the past uh, in Europe, primarily if you look at our friends over at Ryanair or EasyJet or, or Jet2. Uh, that's, you know, their revenues and their profitability comes from these ancillary services. It doesn't come from flying people on a plane from A to B. It's really how much money they make based on bags, on meals that they serve, water that they serve, uh, you know, seats that people select, boarding passes that you get issued, tickets that you want printed. All of those things, you know, are additional costs to you as a traveler. And so you have to be very aware that whatever it is that you want over and above the airfare, they're going to charge you for it. But but read the, read the, always read the fine print. You always got it. We'll keep print. our eyes on it. Uh, John Graddick, he's an aviation expert from McGill University. Thank you so much for your time this morning, and uh, we'll see you up uh, there, hey? Uh, all right, Scott. Take care. Take travels. So basically everything, Simi, I am outraged. Everything. Washroom? I mean, Those like you said. washrooms better be perfect, and now flight attendants are going to have to be cleaning them. Hey, where there's smoke, there's fire is kind of how, how he said it. But they're, basically anything that they can charge you for, they're going to. I'll tell you right now, Scott, I would prefer to pay a little more and have all of these things included and not have to worry about it. And I wonder if it's only a matter of time before an airline it markets itself as that. You know what? And That's an interesting fly. point. I would fly that airline. The pendulum swings back. Yes. Take note, airlines. I will book a flight on you if this is what you do. <laughs> Thank you for that, Scott. You got it. It's a great question, though. Like, which one would you prefer? Would you prefer an airfare that's a little bit more money but includes all of this? Or are you willing to go a la carte and pick and choose what you want to pay for for the idea of a cheaper airfare? Weigh in, Simi at cknw.com. We've got the major news to eight just ahead here at Mornings with Simi.